millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to another Happy Pod, the only podcast in the world. My name is Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by a very bad boy. Oh, come on. Come on. A very shameful boy. (sighs) I hate being wrong so much. Who are you? I am Lawrence. And what have you done? I'm not even going to tell you that no one cares or to introduce the show or whatever. But just tell everyone what you did. Uh, Nathan and I recorded uh, probably an episode that was going to do very well for us. An episode yes. that we recorded and we were very proud of. Um, something something that is a rare occurrence on this podcast where Nathan and I discuss something we are both equally passionate about. Um, and I feel like we also have a certain level of knowledge and insight that we brought to the table that was good. That was on HBO's The Last of Us. Um, the series has just wrapped up. We recorded for an hour and 45, which as as our faithful listeners know, is way longer than we would typically record. Uh, and what I did was polish up my audio, felt really good about it, did some work, realized I needed to clear some disk space, and just carelessly binned both the recording file and the exported file. So, <sighs> yeah, I know. So we have one half of a podcast... Uh, we're not going to make you listen to it. I'd like to use this platform to take full responsibility and say that I as lost. As you should. As I lost, I lost the episode. I will, however, say Nathan's tally of lost episodes is still up uh, up by quite a considerable number. But we won't, we won't go into that because today it is me. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think it is. I don't think it is. Even if I have lost an episode or two here or there, it's not to this caliber. It's not an hour and 45 of The Last of Us, a show which we were going to be weirdly on time to cover. Yes. Weirdly in... Oh, I already said all this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Very sorry. Maybe we'll cover it one day when enough time has passed and we won't just rehash the same points we just made to each other yesterday. 
I just need to make sure that you are publicly shamed enough for your crimes yeah. uh, against the podcast, against me, and, and most importantly, against yourself. <laughs> I apologise, everyone. <laughs> I very much so apologise. If you've okay. clicked on this... Exp- no, no, we're not going to title this For the Last of Us. We're just going to... Just a chat. I don't know what we're going to title. <laughs> you can figure that out. That's your penance. Oh, no. That's that's your cross to bear. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. That's fine. I'll take I'll take the burden. Uh, how are you today, Nathan? Um... <laughs> You're a giggly boy. What's this about? I'd, well, I'd be better if I had a full Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. To post, but hey, here we are. Fuck off. Um, but I'm not too bad. What are we doing here, Lawrence? Because we've got no episode. We have got no episode, but we, you know, we discussed a number of things. We don't like to miss episodes, apart from when we do, which is frequent. Um, yeah. But when we we thought you know we still want something to go up on the Friday at ten a.m. Uh, for our for our faithful listeners for you guys out there, uh, and you you posted the idea that we elaborate on something that we've brought up fairly recently. We I think I feel like sometimes we speak about things in private and then it bleeds into the podcast and the audience have no context of what we're talking about. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah, I guess. and 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 one of those ideas is um, uh, what did you call it? Like a battle of a trading of what? What did you say? Not a battle, a um, a, a challenge of um, a discussion or a, a challenge of opinion, mm. basically just about our, our own thoughts and um, and preferences when it comes to uh, film and what we like. Because as we've discussed before, you know, with the Oscars and everything that have just happened, that's all your shit. You you and all your mates, you love all that fucking pretentious fucking <laughs> art house boring shit um whereas i you know i'm much more of a a popcorn movie guy i like you know i like what i like i like a i like well i like pretty much anything to be honest you weirdly do have kind of no distinguishable taste do you <laughs> all right no 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 not 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 in like a you know, but what i'm saying no is taste. no taste no no i don't mean that in a nasty way, nasty way but what i mean is like uh you i couldn't pin you down to anything like you're not a Nathan loves this. The, the closest I have is musicals, but even then, you're hit or miss on some of them. Well, why limit yourself? Why limit yourself to one specific genre or group of, of movies? I don't like that I handed you that point. I'm already on the back foot. Um, you you called me a... a you, you say all of my mates, all of my Oscars and stuff... I haven't even seen all the movies that were up for Oscars this year. Like I, I, you've probably seen most of them. But what what you consider me as, I'm not even close. If if what if your opinion of me is a ten in real life, I'm I'm a I'm a six at best because there are so many movies that I just I haven't I haven't gone to see Babylon. I haven't seen Empire of Light. I haven't seen so many movies that were up for Oscars this year. I haven't seen Tar just because they didn't interest me. I feel like you think I'm more pretentious than I actually am. Well, you know, I play up for comedy. Yeah. He's shown his hand on the podcast. <laughs> but, but you you are. I I think that you do have quite a bit of a pretentious streak about you. And I think that comes across when we do episodes like like last week, like with Cocaine Bear and that sort of stuff. I feel like your your pretentious nature does tend to show. I, I have a harder time switching my brain off and just enjoying something, which is yeah, weird because exactly. how I like to enjoy things is if, if a film can make me... and this oh, I hate that you make me sound wanky when I fucking have to defend my point and say stuff like this. But no, no, go on, say your piece. If, a, if I genuinely think that if a film can like challenge my opinion on something or like make me feel a certain way... like I, For example, the other day, he's rolling his eyes at me already. <laughs> this isn't fair. This is a rig. This is a setup. No, the other, the other day I watched a movie called After Sun and I told you about it. I said we should do it on the podcast. 
pod. Never heard of it. You, that's exactly what you said when I called you. But that's that's no that's not a negative or a positive. It's just a simple. I haven't heard of it. My point is not that you should have heard of it. My point is that was that's a movie that I watched, which is to I think to people that don't enjoy that kind of movie, it would be boring as hell. I think it's incredible, but that's it. But it's like all of the scenes are talking, and there's no. There's not a set piece. There's not an action thing. There's not even like a thriller component. It's just interesting ideas posed by two very, very well-written characters. And where the movie stands out is in like its framing and um, how the camera tells the story. And like the editing tells the story, does most of the storytelling in that movie, which I think is just... That for me is where I think film and TV succeeds because they use all the mediums. They they use or they use they use all the tools at their disposable uh, at their disposal. When I when I see something like Cocaine Bear and the camera is exclusively mid shots, apart from that one ambulance scene, I'm like, you achieved in one scene out of like an hour and a half long movie. That was the only time you managed to use every tool at your disposal. It feels like that's what I said in that episode. Wasted potential. I don't know. Where are you at with it? When you say like it's or whatever fucking movie you said, it's like a you know it's just people talking or whatever. I have no issue with that. I'm I'm more than happy to watch a movie like that. I feel like you think that I need action sequences or or big fucking set pieces or Iron Man, as you always say. I, I play that up on your part as well. I know I know you, you I know you don't land firmly in that I'll only watch MCU movies, <laughs> which, which isn't even true because I don't even watch MCU movies. At the moment. I haven't even fucking seen that man. So like fucking hell. Um, but no, I'm like, when it comes to Star Wars, which, you know, is a, is a big franchise thing, but like some of my favorite stuff of Star Wars is when you, you do get the more quiet moments and it is just people talking and it's not big, heavy action. That's probably some of my least favorite parts of Star Wars is the big action sequences. Well, what's your favorite Star Wars scene where just two people have a conversation? Um, just because it's, it's, it's in my mind and it's been quite recent. Let's say the fucking, the, um, the scene from Andor with, um... Luthen from Andor. Um, oh, the, the bit Stan where he's Skarsgård. like, "I made my mind a soulless." I use I use the tools of my enemy to fight against my enemy. That's it. You know that sequence. Yeah. So that Andor, I would argue, is, and I don't want to get into the the Andor bros of it all, but like that's some of the best Star Wars that's been put out. My my thinking is like those moments you appreciate, they happen in other things as well like let, let's say that, that I'm not saying they don't no but like I'd so if you love it in the context of Star Wars my point is why why would you not want to find that somewhere else which is any other story and I'm not saying you don't I'm just saying that's two people talking to each other that you've made jokes about Banshees of Inner Sharon and stuff two people spitballing their philosophical ideas that's it yeah. that's that's exactly what that movie is because Star Wars already has me Star Wars always always has already convinced me to watch it. Yeah. It already has me hooked. I'm already I'm already a fucking uh, an active participant in pretty much anything they put out. Yeah. So they already have me, so I'm already down for it. Anything else is a harder sell for me because I don't know what it is. And so naturally I'm just gonna be more uh, more inclined to watch what I know. But the stuff that the stuff that you don't know, like it does it not is it that it doesn't interest you, or is it that just that you're just like I if I sink two hours of this and I don't like it, I've wasted two hours. Necessarily, because like I'm, I'm happy to waste two hours. <laughs> I spent like fucking four hours just playing Black Flag last night. So like, give us a song, lads. <laughs> Where I'm, I'm happy to waste a few hours here and there. I don't have much going on. Trust me. Like, yeah. like my my time is not an issue. It's it's just more the fact of and and it's not necessarily the fact that like I'm not 
inclined or willing to watch it because i'll watch it there's nothing really preventing me from watching it mm. i don't have some egregious hatred or or anything like that it's just the i mean no rush to watch it yeah i'm i'm not like it's not going anywhere is it no it, it's not but um to speak on your point more i think I think Twitter, apps like Twitter and apps like Letterboxd and stuff have done irreparable damage to the they, the people that yes. hold those apps up or like or like Letterboxd specifically. People that hold that app up are people that claim to be film and TV lovers. But then I feel like they put people in. As well, I I'm guilty of it to an extent as well, but I try not to. But they sincerely just put people in boxes of like if you liked an MC, if you liked Civil War, which I think is one of the best Marvel movies that they've made even if you like fucking a, a, a lesser one like endgame is great for a multitude of reasons but it's not like fucking filmmaking at its peak and i feel like if you say that you like some of those movies they go you're a marvel shill you're a hack you don't know what real movies are yeah and like those people have done so much damage because they're the people that say you should hold up film you should you should support independent filmmakers like shut like the writer and director of um after Sun, uh, Charlotte Wells, it's her first ever directorial debut. Like, it's, it's, she's never made anything before, and then she made something that I consider is a fucking one of, like, a perfect movie that has yeah. not been replicated, or no one's done stuff like it even prior to it. But they, they, they watch those movies, they go, why don't you support stuff like this? Also, you're dumb, you won't get it anyway, so you shouldn't. This is my issue with it, and this is why I feel like I have changed so much, because I used to be <laughs> like you a lot. I remember one year you went and to the cinema and watched every Oscar movie that was nominated for Fuck, Best Picture. Yeah. yeah. I fucking, I used to love it all. I fucking, I was a big fucking, what you would say is a fucking film bro guy. Like, that's that's who I was. I fucking loved it all. I tried to see as much stuff as possible. I tried to see like new indie releases and, and everything like that. But then I realized like what I was doing was I wasn't doing it out of a love of movies. Yeah. I wasn't doing it out of like fucking this is something I'm passionate about. It was something I was passionate about, but I was more doing it because I thought that I had to. Mm. Because I thought that in order to be a card-carrying lover of movies, <laughs> I need to do my due duty and watch all this shit. And hold up and independent like cinema from crumbling. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And everything like that. And, and I went along with the quote-unquote popular thoughts of film guys like jenny nicholson has a fucking great video where it's quite a few years old um but where she goes to star wars celebration and she asks a whole bunch of people what their favorite star wars movie is and literally every single fucking person she asks says the empire strikes back there's nothing wrong with that okay the empire strikes back is a great movie okay yeah i can understand why people would say it but literally every single fucking person it's more of like i feel like sometimes there's just a bit of a hive mind when it comes to film oh, absolutely breaks. yeah and like it's not necessarily their own individual opinions it's the popular opinion that they go along with the prequels are bad. The original trilogy is good. Empire is the best. And then you and, and then it. you notice the switch in in that hive mind as well when the prequels became more widely accepted in like early yeah. early 2010s when all the memes were coming out. People then went, oh, but you have to admire the political nature of what they were trying. Shut, no, you didn't. You didn't give a fuck yeah. about it. And and now it's and now it's changed to the somehow the prequels are great. The se 
sequels are awful mm. and fucking whatever else. And that'll change too. It'll all change. The popular idea will fucking change as things goes on. But yeah, that's I started to notice that, that that's what was happening. I then became just kind of resentful of this idea. Well, yeah, kind of resentful of the whole, the whole idea of film bros in general. And like the idea that, you know, the movies you're more inclined to watch, the more indie movies like that's the real stuff and if it has a big budget or if it's crowd pleasing or if it's anything like that then it's oh it's not real is it it's just a bit yeah it's just fun for the masses but it's just dumb turn off your brain shit and fucking eat popcorn do you think you maybe took a stance against it like you were like i actively don't want to watch these kind of things yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah i did because i got I got a chip on my shoulder about it, and I was like, I probably overcorrected and was like, well, fuck you. I don't care about any of this anymore. Yeah. And I'm not going to watch it. And I think I still kind of have that to an extent as well. I think it's very telling you have it more in movies than TV. It, yeah, that's definitely true. I'll watch anything on TV. But, that, but that's telling because that people are less inclined to be wanky about TV. It, yeah. It- Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's true. It's true. All, although that's that's changing. As, oh, it, it, as that's TV, changing. As TV yeah. changes. People have been... As TV becomes more cinematic, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's less like traditional TV. Um, I do think things are changing. Like, we just... Like, we, you know, we can't, unfortunately, play it because we lost it. But we did mention The Last of Us that there's um, mm. certain thoughts and criticisms and that sort of stuff and and thoughts and criticisms are absolutely fine everyone has criticisms of everything but just the the needless like oh this is bad so let's not bother you know yeah like, I, I think it comes down to like it, it massively comes down to gatekeeping shit do you know what i think ruined everything cinema sins uh i didn't i see where you're coming from they definitely had a fucking horrific effect on nitpicking yeah. i think that i think cinema sins ruined casual enjoyment of franchise ip yeah yeah I, i'd agree with the, that it's not cinema sins but like the fuck andor has bricks and screws and that's not star wars like shut yeah. shut the fuck up as if old lightsabers weren't made from camera parts and shit like yeah fuck off but i think it's more there's there, you're absolutely right there has become a divide and i really like that i you know if I could reflect on this more, we we should have angled our podcast in a way that was I want I like these movies and you like these movies and let's have a war about them. Well, let's change it. One hundred and ten episodes. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> it's the, the divide is only there because one film bros are pretentious, cocky, and dismissive of anything that isn't something they deem worthy enough. But then I also think there's a flip side where there is an industry shift 
where there's becoming less and less room for interesting projects that aren't big. Like Netflix cancelling, like Netflix kneecapping releases of things to prioritise high independent IP. HBO Max just fucking shilling half their fucking catalogue. Exactly. Just because people regard... I know you have your opinions on it, and so do I to a degree. People often regard... um, Breaking Bad is one of like the most talked about shows and one of the most highly regarded TV shows of all time. It, I'll, I'll be honest, right? Even though I don't think it's as bad as people say for the first two seasons, it takes a while to get going. And if that was released by Netflix or HBO, they would have seen the ratings for the first season and Breaking Bad would never exist. I, I do think there is an issue in terms of... I think the market's a bit flooded mm. at the moment. Um, and like, and maybe this is more with like TV shows, but like, there's so many. There's 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 so many like what are people are saying are just like fucking premium TV shows like uh fucking Succession, The Last of Us, uh, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, I don't know White Lotus. There's there's more that I can't think of, but like there's so much out at the moment hmm. that people are talking about, and it is physically impossible to watch it all. You got, I mean, there's that great fucking um, uh, Emmy's Andy Samberg skit, right? About how he has to go and lock himself in a fucking like underground bunker for like a year and just watch every single show. Yeah. Because if he doesn't, then he can't possibly talk about TV as if he knows stuff. Um, yeah, there's there's definitely an element of like there's too much shit to watch. <laughs> but, there is, but there is. Yeah, but I don't know what the solution to that is. You can't have a solution stuff because that would inc- that would basically be every studio head in the world getting together and going, should we all make less money? And for some reason they all go, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, which just isn't going to happen. No, not a chance. But I think there's, I do think there's room for like to zero in on both. Like I, for, like Andor, for example, I'm watching right now. I'm my TV lineup is the most fucking absurd situation going on because i'm watching ted lasso which i i would class as in the middle of being funny haha sometimes a bit cringe humor for me ted lasso is comfort yeah ted lasso is is heartwarming like it's not you know it's not the last of us it's not fucking breaking bad in terms of stellar premium fucking mind-blowing content i hate the word content mind-blowing you know um writing or anything like that but it just makes me feel good. Makes me feel nice when I watch it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and even if it's like a particularly sad episode, I feel comfort in the characters that I know. Yeah, um, and I I remember the first time you 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 was so you were going on at me for so long to watch it, and I just I watched one episode and I watched the entirety of it in one day because I was like, this is good. This is very very good. Yeah, and I think also a lot of people are like, they're so quick to jump on. It kind of is like there's some emotional moments in it, but it doesn't quite fit the same quality of a show like if if you were going to ask me what i think the better tv show is and then pointed at ted lasso or succession i would say i get more enjoyment out of watching ted lasso but succession is a far better tv show yeah. so like i just think there's people are so quick to just be terrified of enjoying things in different ways i said this a whole bunch of times um but it's it's you have when when a piece of art presents itself if you don't meet that art on its terms I don't walk into Ant-Man fucking Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania and go, yeah. where's the interpersonal emotional stakes? Where's the highbrow dialogue, which is breaking down capitalism and, and, a, and a critique of the, I don't know, the elite alt-right or whatever. Exactly. And it just, I, I just, I've heard from so many people like that the answer to it is like, yeah, you can enjoy things in different ways and you can interact and meet art where it's at in different ways. And, you know, like the, the, the common expression is like, why don't you just 
switch your brain off and enjoy a movie. And I, I, I sometimes agree with that. But the, the common, the common thing that people snap back with is like, you should ask more from your art. And I'm like, or just go somewhere else for something different. I don't yeah. walk into McDonald's and go, can you make me a fucking ice cream? Um, or like a bad example, but I don't, I don't walk into. No, I think it's it's a good example. It's it hits the nail on the head. You not everything has to be fucking high, you know, gourmet, fucking well loving, craftily made, all that shit. Sometimes I just want to fucking shit Big Mac and fries. Yeah, that sometimes that's just what I want. Yeah, sure, I can get a steak. I can pay more and get a, like a nice steak with like fucking hand-cooked potato chips or whatever and, and fucking great roasted veggies and all that sort of stuff, and it will be a great meal. But sometimes I don't want that. Sometimes I just want a shit fucking Big Mac. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that's it, you know? <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. And, I yeah, I just think there should be uh, more of a place for everything, and I think that will only happen once, one, people on the side of popcorn movies kind of embrace a difference but then also the people on the side of highbrow stuff for lack of mm. a better phrase let them fucking enjoy it or let them try and don't just let 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 a bunch of marvel people <laughs> come in and watch a few episodes of succession and let them engage with it and because i used i used to be the exact same i used to avoid watching stuff that i thought was like fucking too emotionally intelligent and now i think i've gone too far in another way where i'm like if something doesn't move me emotionally was it meaningful and that's a bad way of looking at things because if you if all if all you ever watch is emotional shit and moving stuff i think you lose a sense of self to a degree yeah um because you you you're you're going into everything with an expectation that this should do something for me and sometimes you should just let dumb shit <laughs> you should just enjoy it and watch it as opposed to being like let's dissect everything no one explain why you do hate like any comedic role um not to keep drawing the same fucking thing there's about three characters in succession that I laugh out loud every single episode. And it's situational comedy that's funny, perform... It's when a, it's when the, the comedy in the scene makes sense. It's when the actor is working. But if it's just like... If it, if it just cuts to Paul Rudd and he's like, get a load of this guy. I'm like, that's not funny in the slightest. Like, it's just... It's the lowest common denominator of humour sometimes. Yeah. The last thing I want to say is... Um... That I think I think a lot of this, um, a lot of what we've talked about today, is why we don't have a rating system on this podcast mm. or our other podcast because I hate it. I hate ranking things. Yeah. I don't like. I don't. I've said it quite a few times, but like I personally do not see the point of putting things into a list and saying, "Oh, this is better than this," and therefore I enjoy this more than that. Because that that doesn't work for me. Because like things are ever changing, and like mm. my emotions and connection to things are ever changing. Like if you ask me to rank like my my Star Wars movies right now, my personal ranking of the Star Wars movies, it'd be different to what it was last week. Yeah, and it'd be and it'd be different to what it is next week because like it's it's how I'm feeling on the day. You know, <laughs> you can't. I'm sorry, but the number seven cannot sum up. How I exactly. how I enjoyed it emotionally, how I laughed at it, how it moved me, and we we tried a number of different rating systems. Yeah. We tried like just a simple watch it or skip it. We tried an out of ten thing. We tried a whatever the fuck that. How happy of a pod is this for you? Whatever the fuck that. Fuck. If you've been here since that, <laughs> then you're you're a real one. <laughs> yeah. 
um, which which makes no sense. Um, and then at some point, I just fucking snapped and decided, no, no more. I can't do it because yeah, they just don't work for me. I, I just don't like ranking things. And it it, um, it comes back to that you meet art on its terms. You enjoy something for what it is and not what it's not doing or trying to do. I just fucking hate the idea of someone like fucking spending a year, two years of their life lovingly crafting and putting together this whole fucking huge fucking event, this huge fucking movie, and then for me to just be sat on my fucking couch wiping my face with popcorn and go, seven. Yeah, it reduces right, something. Boil it down yeah. to a fucking number. I just, I just don't like it. I don't like the idea of it. Yeah, it does, it does just reduce it down to like exactly what i was just saying the lowest common denominator of enjoyment is i assigned this a four therefore yeah. when it comes down to me choosing what i want to watch i will remember that it was a four and instead i will choose a five i've i've watched this movie let me open up my letterbox account immediately <laughs> not spend any time thinking about it give it a random number between one and ten put it on the list somewhere Great. See, Never have to think about that again. See, I do think I think that like apps like Letterbox, they have a place for people to discuss insightful thoughts. I I I'll I'll be honest. Like in in the past, I've enjoyed something and I like to hear what people have to say about it. It's I mean, it fucking. And, and, oh, I used to be like that, but then I just maybe it's because like the only place I would go for that is Twitter, and then it's just and like, that's that's the problem. Twitter is a fucking. Yeah people's opinions on Twitter just don't count. Like, they're just... They're yeah. not thought out. They just blast them out. But, I mean, like... But people listening to this, if you've got this far into this episode, like, they know what the fuck I'm talking about because they're here listening to this. Mm. This is That's what this podcast is. It's two guys discussing something and hopefully people listen and get something from it. Um, whatever this is. Yeah, whatever it is. But, like... I, no, I just think there is a place to discuss insightful movies and and tv and, and just ed- everything really there's there's a great place to have your thought and i like the idea that it's specific to uh film because you don't mm. get a bunch of other bullshit in between what you want to follow and see but then at the same time when something if you, if you close out other opinions and you you like it that's where the fucking expression gatekeeping comes from because you're putting up a yeah. wall and not letting anyone else have a fair opinion yeah, or or, or, the, or you are, and then you're aggressively telling them that they're wrong and you're right, and there is no other objective truth than that, which is just such a fucking dumb take. I feel like the only place to healthily discuss movies and and everything like it, um, in a in a more you know thought provoking and insightful way, is uh podcasting mm. specifically this podcast because we are the only podcast in the world. I I agree. Um, yeah. And the only one that people should listen to. But you can't have your say. Like, shut the fuck up. Nathan and I yeah, are talking. No, you, you just have to listen to us. Yeah. Now, go on. Have your say. Say it now. What do you think? What do you think? What did you just fucking shut say? Shut up. No, you... Yeah, silence. Shut up. Boo. We were talking, actually. Boo. Yeah, get out of here, you fucking dickheads. If you enjoy any more of these little... Just conversations... Uh, then let us know. Maybe we'll do a few more if we ever lose. This feels like a nice alternative if we haven't got an upload rather than just leaving the podcast stale. Did you like this or did you hate it? Let us know. And how? We'll what, would, what would you give it out of five stars? Yeah, rank and review. Put it on your letterbox. Yeah. Um, let us know. Um, and, as, and as we, you know, we did say quite a bit that we hate ranking and reviewing things, but if you wouldn't mind, just... <laughs> we can't just help give... the world we live in. <laughs> Look, we can't help the system we're a part of, okay? Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> we can only change within, but the only way to change from within is to grow to the point where we have meaningful outlets to create change. And we can't do that without you rating us five stars, baby. <laughs> and follow us on Twitter at another happy pod. <laughs> Find us there for your local hot fucking takes and movie reviews. <laughs> there, follow us on Twitch. Oh. We're streaming. We're fucking. We're we're letting. We're doing our live endless content all the time, baby. Let's play reactions coming soon. Nathan and I play The Last of Us. What does Ellie mean? Is does Ellie be gay? Left behind DLC reaction. Oh. Let's fucking go. What a world. What a world. Next week, back to your regularly scheduled another happy episode, whatever it may be. Here's a clip. You okay through there? Don't you ever feel like tired and down and feels like your bones don't work, like you're sinking? Hmm. We're here to have a good time, eh? There we go. That was a fun little clip. What a clip, everyone. What a clip indeed. Whatever. You know what to do. Yeah. You, you, if you made it this far, you fucking know all the usual shit. Um, still got legs Mondays 10 a.m. Um, this Friday's 10 a.m. Tell your mum about it. Yeah, we love milfs. See you later, <laughs> milf nation. Let's go. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.